Auto.nl Vanuit de hoofdstad van Limburg is dit RTV Maastricht. De stem van de stad altijd dichtbij. RTV Maastricht. Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht. Uh, 107.5 FM. We are here with our new members, goofing around a little bit in the studio, but uh, ready to dive into the second hour of our show. We just listened to Civilization by Justice. 
A lot of people call them justice. No, it's justice. Um, I love I love them and I love that song. So uh, we are going to talk about during this hour about globalization and COVID-19. So first I'm going to introduce uh, Kwesi and Alina, our newest members. Today we are um, taking away their radio virginity. So, Alina, say hello to the public. Hello, hello. Crazy, you already talked about the Caribbean music the previous um, hour, but back. yes, welcome back. And Zaki, our favorite tech. Hello, hello. <laughs> I said it twice. Now the others are definitely going to pay attention to that. But hey, <laughs> at least I'm honest. So um, we, me, Alina and Crazy are all studying global studies, which is a new program at UM. Uh, and basically, we decided to do this show about globalization because in the past couple of months, uh, that's basically all we heard about. So <laughs> we decided to just uh, share with the public our knowledge about globalization and just do a little speculative conversation about what's happening now with Corona and what the world is going to look like after uh, this pandemic. So... Yeah, is there anything that uh, we that crazy that you wanted to uh, to talk about specifically? Like, why did we choose uh, to talk about this apart from the fact that uh, we're studying it? <laughs> I mean, definitely. I think um, from the average person, we don't necessarily know, or we don't pay attention to how things have an effect to someone's life somewhere millions of miles away. And I think that us bringing this conversation to the people of Maastricht and the listeners of RTV Maastricht and Studio yeah. Radio Maastricht is definitely going to have them thinking about, you know, how their actions influence something else that can be a million miles away. Nice. Do you agree, Alina? Yes, I agree. And I think that COVID pandemic actually showed us how interconnected the world is and how a disease can travel so fast, but there are multiple other flows that travel as fast as a disease in our world. Yeah, so we're definitely go gonna go into that uh, into in more detail. Um, I think we're gonna jump into the first song. Uh, I chose uh, "World Click" by Delight, and uh, this song is uh, quite funny. It's uh, about we we don't need a click we have the world is our click so i like that enjoy Our click is 
Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. We are here in the studio today in the second hour of our show talking about globalization and COVID-19, this pandemic that has oppressed us all this year. Who, who more, who less? We're going to go into that in a second. We just listened to uh, World Click by D-Light. And... Um, the song, as I mentioned earlier, is saying that uh, we, th the world is our, cl our click, right? So I think that goes into uh, a little bit of uh, globalization, global citizenship uh, vibe. I mean, not, not really with the song, but uh, in, it, it, it's fitting for our conversa conversation uh, here today. So since we're talking about uh, globalization, we should uh, clarify a little bit for our listeners what exactly uh, we are talking about when we mean globalization. So one of the things uh, that characterizes uh, globalization is uh, the interconnectedness uh, of the world, right? So also, yeah, and, and this interconnect interconnectedness, sorry, happens with uh, communication, with trade, uh, with migration, travel, all kinds of things. Uh, the level of globalization that we are living right now is yeah one of the highest that we've seen in the history uh, of the world and it has really accelerated in the past 30 years so yeah um alina tell us a little bit what uh, what do you think how would you elaborate a little bit on my definition uh, globalization has a lot of definitions as we learned in uh, global studies yeah, definitely. We discovered that most of them are about economy, but uh, certainly it's not only economy, it's also social and cultural aspects. Um, and I think, yeah, in short, it's the shrinkage of uh, time and space. Um, and globalization certainly has a lot of benefits. For instance, internet that uh, we are using nowadays to cope with the pandemic. Uh, but then it also has some... Um, bad impact on the world yeah and uh, yeah. even i was thinking it's uh, you mentioned it earlier it's ironic how uh the disease that is blocking us uh, or blocking globalization right now is also spread so quickly because of globalization right yeah without traveling we wouldn't have pandemic now yeah exactly and not not at this uh, speed at least uh, it's well, when it started spreading, obviously it became almost impossible to contain just because of the of the level of uh, yeah of interconnectedness that we all have uh, traveling everywhere from everywhere and uh, many times. So, yeah, what what do you think about this? Do you think it's ironic, crazy that uh, that's how it that's how it went down? Yeah, def definitely. It's definitely ironic. You know, um, I don't think anyone expected it to really get this far and you know it just shows us that yeah one thing in one part of the world can affect us let's say North America Europe everywhere so now we're facing the consequences of globalization yeah 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 oh so um, I don't know I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about how it was reminisce a little bit on how it was pre pre corona Right, we uh, we were traveling a lot. We were uh, living our lives uh, well, maybe carelessly. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, what what do you think? How did globalization look like before before Corona, Alina? Um, I think that um, yeah, we had a lot of commodities before, and uh, the pandemic took the commodities away from us. For instance, uh, traveling or even shopping or going um, to restaurants. Um, and now we start to understand the, the real impact, the real value maybe of the things we had before that we didn't value as much. And um, sometimes maybe we didn't even think about the consequences or the <coughs> externalities of the objects we were using or the products we were buying. Uh, they were impacting uh, some people uh, from the other part of the world. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like it's, if it's not in my backyard, then it doesn't matter so much, right? And now everything, <clears throat> sorry, everything that's uh, happening in, uh, let's say, uh, well, it, what happens in China is affecting what happens in Italy, which is affecting what happens in the Netherlands and so on. So I think we're really seeing, uh, yeah, the, the negative uh, effects of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe we're gonna move into the song. Okay. No. Oh. I mean, if, we, if we, we can go to the next song, yeah, the next song is called I'm So Sick of This, which I certainly can identify with. Um, yeah. It's by the artist Gucci Highwaters, whom I have never heard of before, but it's a really interesting name. It's Gucci Highwaters, all, lower all lowercase, no spaces. Yeah, I found this song, <coughs> sorry, um, I need to drink some water. I found this song uh, on the SRM uh, Corona playlist, so go check that playlist out because it's uh, quite funny. Yeah, I mean, also SRM also has multiple playlists on, also has a few playlists on Spotify, which we all, we I think, I like to think we have good taste in music, so. I also like to think so. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah, since we choose the songs that, that we're going to play. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy. Uh, this is I'm So Sick of This by Gucci Highwaters. What's wrong, what's right? I'm about to take a flight, like, should I say goodbye? Fuck that, I'ma hold on to my pride I'm a risen soldier, so I can't afford to cry Looking back, I see the knife in my back now Looking at life, wishing I was in the background Looking back, I see the future in the past now Nodding in the like, should I fucking crash? Now? I'm so sick of this, I'm so sick of shit, nobody listening Demons all around me, down the sweat just like a christening Wait, why you always high when you call me? Why do you ask what's wrong when you saw me? I'm so sick of this, I'm so sick of shit, nobody listening Demons all around me, down the sweat just like a christening Wait, why you always high when you call me? Why do you ask what's wrong? Running through my veins, I just wanna sleep Feelings bleeding out my brain, but right now I can't feel a thing Woke up late, time to waste away My favorite days are the rainy days Let it soak in, then I throw it all away I try my best, but this feeling always stays You know, I try, but you gotta give me space And I don't wanna hurt you if you 
so sick of this, I'm so sick of shit, nobody listening Demons all around me, down and sweat just like a christening Wait, why you always high when you call me? Why do you ask what's wrong when you saw me? I'm so sick of this, I'm so sick of shit, nobody listening Demons all around me, down and sweat just like a christening Wait, why you always high when you call me? Why do you ask what's wrong when you saw me? Reach out just to waste my time It's the young waste of space with his headphones on Call me when you need me, baby But I know I'm the last resort You said that you love me How the fuck could you just love a ghost? You said that you love me, baby I said Listening. Demons all around me, down and sweat just like a christening Wait, why you always high when you call me? Why do you ask what's wrong when you saw me? I'm so sick of this, I'm so sick of shit, nobody listening Demons all around me, down and sweat just like a christening Wait, why you always high when you call me? Why do you ask what's wrong when you saw me? Out just to waste my time It's the young waste of space with his headphones on Call me when you need me, baby But I know I'm the last resort You said that you love me How the fuck could you just love a ghost? You said that you love me, baby Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht 107.5 FM at RTV Maastricht. We are here today in the studio with some of our new members, Quasi and Alina, and our uh, core team member, Zaki. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for the hey. Um, anyway, we were talking about uh, globalization and uh, COVID-19. The song that we just listened to is I'm So Sick of This by Gucci Highwaters. And I chose it because I am so sick of this, so <laughs> it really uh, expresses how, how I feel about this whole situation right now. I think we're all having to be very patient with this pandemic, but some people uh, more than others, right? So this, this pandemic has basically blocked uh, the whole world, uh, everything from travel to trade to production of items. And this is affecting uh, people all over the world, especially well, especially people who have uh, who live with their wages, you know. So they don't have uh, this kind of financial security that allows you to basically live a whole year without, uh, yeah, without job security or or being able to go to work. Here in Maastricht, for example, the horeca. Uh, let's say sector is very important as we all know and a lot of people are suffering right now because we well many people work in this in this sector and uh, this is not only here so this has been affecting uh, countries uh, everywhere right so for example uh, the let's say the delays in uh, transport and uh, delays in um, in production and lockdowns 
have also caused uh, many factories, for example, in uh, Bangladesh to close and uh, fire a lot of their uh, employees. Um, and yeah, this is uh, really showing w one more time how, how uh, everything that happens around the world is connected, right? So we always go back to, to the globalized uh, society that we live in right now. We can't just get out of it. So we have to deal uh, with the consequences of this pandemic and try to uh, try to think of everyone in the world and think of ourselves as a, a world community. Um, Alina, do you have any thoughts about this, like, or any information or facts that you want to share with us about how uh, this pandemic is affecting the people and uh, the relationships in the world with globalization? <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, COVID pandemic affects the people that were already suffering uh, in some way, for instance, economically before the pandemic. Uh, for example, people that have very low wages and drive this economic flow, um, even the production of iPhone, for instance. And now they are suffering even more um, and also other categories of people. So basically everyone uh, is affected in some way or another um, but I see this as an opportunity of also being empathetic towards um, some people uh, for example now we are complaining that we cannot leave the house or we couldn't leave the house back in March and April but there are people that um, have some kind of disabilities or other issues that um, yeah that make them stay at home for their whole life um, or they um, they don't have the privilege to to go out or to travel as we did before the pandemic. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, I also want to add, because I thought, just to mirror what you're saying, I remember seeing on social media, I follow a lot of uh, disability rights activists be doing to, due to being kind of adjacent to the deaf community in Philadelphia. Um, and that's something that was really shown that like, like there are people who are uh, be applying to jobs and asked to be able to work remotely because of their disability, and then these requests would be, de would be denied because, oh, there's no infrastructure, we're not able to do this right now. And then as soon as COVID hit, every single company had to do that. And it just showed, like, I think to me it really showed that how we prioritize, cert we prioritize certain people and we see certain people as basically being, you know, just liable. They're, they're, they can just be placed to the side. They're not, their needs are not made a priority as much and yeah and also like Horeca, like talking about Horeca in particular like also thinking about like there's also things that affect that because they, they, they compound for example like my brother for example he he lives with my grandfather in California and uh, my grandfather you know he's very old you know he's like in his 70s now and my brother he was working at a restaurant and so he ended up having to quit his job because he would have to take uh, public transport in order to go to his restaurant like the restaurant are doing everything social distancing but between actually getting to where his work where he's working that would be more of a risk of him being able potentially bring covid back home and so all of these things i think it just really showed like you know how everything really really truly is connected there is no one issue that is separate from everything else yeah 100% i i agree and um I was thinking, well, to go back to the to the to the disability uh, like topic, and to how the workplaces responded uh, before and and now it's like it really shows that yeah there was simply not the willingness to uh, 
or the flexibility, let's say, to to adapt, and instead of uh, simply, uh, yeah, trying to uh, find separate, uh, different ways of uh, of of dealing with things, you know, even apart from disabilities, but a lot of people maybe, for example, can't commute or maybe they have uh, kids at home and things like that. So going to the office shouldn't be so essential. And now maybe this will change. I don't know. Well, I read an article a couple of weeks ago where they actually did an insider um, interview Mm -hmm. where businesses found it to be cheaper for them to have employees work from home. Because now they don't have to pay any travel costs and this type of stuff. So it's actually cheaper for someone to work at home than to go to an office. And I found that to be very interesting as well. Well, I think I think that also talks to speaks to me. That reminds that to me sounds a lot like about how we think about work in general and uh, also like labor costs and how we also moralize certain things about that. We feel like we have to go somewhere in order to working. If you're working from home, you're not necessarily working. Yeah. And like it, to me, it sounds like you know, like in the United States, there's a big homelessness issue, and studies have shown that it's actually cheaper to provide homeless people with housing than it is to just keep them homeless because you know it just it just ends up saving them a lot of money. Yeah. And so, if you do, the, and so I think, like even though even though these things end up costing less over time, they still don't do them just because for some kind of moral or ethical reason we feel like you have to be doing this and if you're going to be working. Yeah, exactly. But another issue I was thinking about uh, regarding people working from home maybe is, uh, for example, uh, people who don't have, uh, I don't know, a computer at home or, you know, their Wi-Fi doesn't work so well. So maybe for them it would be a struggle to, to work from home. And I know, personally, I know at least one friend who has this issue because he uh, he has to still go to the office because uh, his Wi-Fi at home just doesn't work uh, well enough to, to do his job. So I guess, uh, if anything, there would be maybe costs in trying to... Uh, to fix this, the the Wi-Fi at the home of the of the people. I don't know, but I guess corporations don't really want to give something that you are taking home and that you might use for other other uses other than work. But yeah, that goes back to to what you were saying about how we we see work in general. Yeah. Um, Quizzy, you wanted to say something. No, I was going to just say that I think that um, working from home also is a struggle in itself because you have so many distractions that you forget to focus on your task that you're supposed to do. So maybe that's also a reason why, you know, some people feel as though you have to be in the office to get this thing done. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, one thing that this uh, corona pandemic uh, brought was uh, basically the advancement of the, of technology or like the boom of the, of the, video calling industry i guess like zoom and uh, these companies yeah. boom of the zoom yeah boom of the zoom nothing amuses me more than the fact that skype was already there like in yeah. already in use and then zoom just completely took everything away from yeah. skype like it's just they really dropped they really fumbled the bag right there like i don't i don't understand how i well for me it's like as a yeah well I remember Skype was always pretty bad in general. This the call, the quality of the calls and everything, and I think the system doesn't doesn't work so well. So I think that's why I don't think anyone uses Skype anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit yeah. like uh, MSN. 
MySpace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is kind of passe. Maybe, yeah. maybe. But still, I think that's really interesting. And, and, and from this point of view, globalization has only accelerated, right? Because the speed of uh, the information exchange that we have uh, in between all yeah. of the countries. And like now, for example, in our studies, we have people who, well, I think maybe now most of the people are here almost. But we had people until very recently, we had someone who was in Nigeria, we had someone who was in Lebanon, you know, and they were following the class here at the University of Maastricht with all of us. So what do you think that says about the potential future of education in this in this age? Like, do you think that maybe potentially more schools would move to having potential like online courses in general? Or do you think it will just mostly stay in like the brick and mortar facade that the, the brick and mortar the institution of the university? I mean, I think it's an interesting question for sure, but uh, I'm not sure what answer to give because on one level, yeah, it made it easier to, to access. Uh, but on the on the other hand, like the experience of just being in class with your with your classmates. And I think the level of understanding that you get when you're just in person is uh, higher than what you can understand yeah. when you're at home. Very true. Alina, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, unfortunately, we'll have to stay like this in the hybrid education or all online education for a while. Probably, I, I ho hope in the future we'll go back to so-called normal, I quote. Uh, but this uh, advance of uh, technology and information t um, has two sides of the coins, because on one hand, uh, we are 12 hours per day on our phone or computer for first um, university or work and then uh, other parts of uh, even um, fun stuff to do is also um, on our uh, laptop and the other part of uh, the coin is um, I mean I've noticed that the people get uh, show solidarity a lot of sh solidarity online mm -hmm. and uh, we've seen lots of platforms of uh, common interests people supporting each other maybe teaching some skills uh, exchanging information yeah nice yeah i think it, i think that's something that's i think uh, that's really important i think and like the sharing of information i think and also that's the way that people around the world can also connect and see and talk about how things are happening in their countries like for like me being now in the united states being able to still keep on track of all the political situation that's happening there but even the local politics just in my city in philadelphia so it's really interesting i think yeah i was thinking um i mean i think we can maybe first jump to the song and then we mm -hmm. can uh, keep on also crazy has something to say so we're going to listen to Around the World by Daft Punk, another anthem, but I thought it was, uh, you know, appropriate. <laughs> Thank you. 
Student Radio Maastricht. Uh, this is 107.5 FM, RTV Maastricht. We are here today talking about globalization and COVID-19, two topics that uh, really affect our daily lives uh, right now, and they're interconnected somehow. So we were uh, talking earlier about how uh, COVID is affecting uh, the technology and communication sector and specifically regarding also uh, schools. So one thing that I, I was thinking about was in the end, uh, yeah, some people are getting uh, big advantages uh, regarding, you know, well, thanks to, to COVID-19, like the owner or shareholders of uh, zoom i don't know how many people own zoom i guess probably shareholders um but yeah and other people instead are uh, facing unprecedented uh, difficulties from just having to deal with maybe having your kids at home uh, during their school time or you know completely losing your job in you know the factory that you were working so around the world there's uh, uh, all kinds of uh, things uh, happening so this is giving us a bit of a, a global feeling of insecurity right i don't know we uh, 
we're all I mean we're all kind of in the same situation obviously we're not in the same situation uh, financially uh, and everything but I think the the unknown is uh, upon us let's say I don't know if that's <laughs> a, a good way of phrasing it but I think everyone in the world in their own context is facing right now uh, yeah really a lot of insecurity and doubts uh, regarding the future but also maybe this has been bringing some uh, some reflection upon the past and how we we've been living until now so i was wondering crazy do you think that this uh, global pandemic will be a wake-up call for for us yeah i definitely think it will be a, a wake-up call for us because one thing I think most people have realized is that essential jobs, the jobs that we took for granted, these are the jobs that are kind of saving us right now. Yeah. You know, the person who works in a grocery store, the person who works in a fast food restaurant, the cleaners, these are the people that, you know, really keep the country going right now. And I feel as though, you know, in most countries, these jobs are looked down upon. Mm. And now it's a, this is a period where you can really reflect on, okay, Maybe I should not treat this person a type of way, or maybe I should not take things for granted, Some, or something as simple as going for a walk. And it also teaches us how important human connection is, you know, how we need to socialize with other people, we need to treat people, because this is a very difficult period to be by yourself. It is actually, you know, we are all far away from our family, and for some people, the only time they see their family is during the holidays. And with these travel restrictions, it's... Uh, as you said, unknown. You don't know if you're going to see your family, if you're going to be by yourself. So it can lead to a depressing state. But I do feel that, yeah, this is a period that is going to be, should be used as a reflective period. Yeah, also, I hope that people will, will see it this way. Sometimes, I don't know, some people have uh, speculated that the world might uh, come out more divided after this, or more fragmented in some ways, because... Uh, well, we have to take care of our local communities, perhaps, or something like that. But personally, I don't, I don't believe that. I think that we should come out more unified. I hope that's my my hope. At least from from this uh, whole negative situation, we can get one positive outcome. Uh, and it's just to to feel like we are connected uh, as as uh, citizens of the world. Let's say. And I don't know. I what do you think about this, uh, Alina? Tell me. Um, I think we could also tackle um, such a uh, concept like degrowth here. Mm -hmm. um, it's very close to me, and I um, I hope that more people get to reflect um, on this because we can have a beautiful life without this economic drive of growing of having more of buying more of traveling to more places consuming ditching more uh, trash and so on um, and we can achieve a state of um, balance and happiness without it but at the same time what uh, Quizze mentioned was the the mental state uh, that is getting worse and I actually read an article that it could also be a mental health pandemic um, because now people are afraid to, they are uncertain, first of all, but then they're afraid to ask for help, especially if it's all online. So you cannot have therapy in person uh, in most of the countries. So 
people are feeling alone uh, without their families without their jobs yeah yeah we had a really interesting uh, episode about uh, COVID-19 and uh, mental health and I suggest that everyone checks that out but yeah I think this is one uh, aspect that is very very important I mean and also for example the kids that are growing up now you know will they be traumatized by this uh, will they be afraid to go outside I mean I don't know if this will necessarily be afraid to go outside per se but you know I have young cousins who are like you know younger than like my little brother is now 10 years old can it be 11 Christmas Eve um, but like I have my little cousins are all younger than him and they're, they're that, that age is really important for developing of social skills and things like that and now since they're not in school they're not getting that they're not going to be learning about these social cues so I'm really interested in seeing you know what's going to happen in the future how are they how are they now going to be affected by this time what's going to change about how they see the world how they see themselves in relation to the world yeah yeah, it's. I think it's just really going to be a really interesting period, nonetheless. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I have. It's. I have mixed feelings, you know. On one hand, I'm. I'm trying to to stay positive, of course, you know, and uh, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, you had all these uh, happy, let's say, or like I don't know, good news kind of pictures of uh, what was it like in the fish in the canal in venice or something you know that it was like oh that's so clear right now i hope people will take this uh further uh and just having seen the impact that the the actual lockdown when everything was stuck had you know how the air got uh, cleaner and everything you know i hope that people will will continue uh, seeing this but you know on the other hand, I also saw some statistics that said people will drive more after the pandemic because now they're scared of uh, public transport. So, you know, it's really mixed uh, mixed uh, feelings, but all we can do is hope. And we can hope for another life, which is the song that we're going to be listening to right now. It's called Another Life by Kano. Excellent lead-in, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> That's really good. Enjoy the song.
Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. We just listened to Another Life by Kano. And uh, we are talking about COVID-19 and uh, globalization. And Kwesi uh, just mentioned the magic word during uh, the song break, which is uh, vaccine. And uh, that remind, reminded me actually of uh, another uh, economic aspect of this uh, pandemic. Uh, for example, the other day when uh, they announced that uh, the Pfizer vaccine is, uh, let's say, closer to distribution um, and that they announced that uh, yeah, they're having successful trials, um, I, uh, they, I, saw, uh, I was looking at the news and uh, they were talking about uh, when the market opened in uh, Wall Street, Immediately, uh, there were uh, record-breaking um, sales, and uh, be- and especially in the travel and leisure industry. So immediately, when they see the vaccine is like on the horizon, they started investing in uh, cruise uh, companies and uh, so on. So I think that's interesting to to look at. I suppose, I don't know, to me, it just seems a little bit fast to be a vaccine, because don't most vaccines have to go through like years and years and years of trials before they go out in the market? Yeah, no, exactly. The thing is like this vaccine is uh, made in a different way than the other vaccines because it's made with the genetic uh, code of the virus. So you're not getting uh, the actual virus uh, or a modified version of the virus injected in you. It's just a genetic uh, code, so it's a different... uh, That's why maybe it it was faster. But yeah, we are not there yet. I think it's way too soon to be uh, celebrating in the streets. Although, obviously, in these dark times, it is a beacon of hope somehow, but you still should wonder... Uh, first of all, when is this gonna come out? Who are gonna be the first people that are gonna even receive this uh, vaccine? And also, yeah, in the end, what who is profiting from from all of this in the end? So these are all interesting topics to think about, but we don't have time, unfortunately, to go into this right now. But um, I wanted to just say a little bit uh, to our public um, what we hope for for the future. We kind of already mentioned what we are hoping. I said what I hope uh, will happen, but what do you both think will... What What is your hope, Kwesi? Uh, my hope is basically first to overcome this dark time and to maintain you know, a healthy life in the sense of being aware of our yeah our surroundings and others as well and you know to keep in contact with your loved ones don't take it for granted and don't you know um don't take this time of period and say okay yeah let me call my parents or my family because yeah i can't see them really appreciate the small things in life nice i like it alina yeah, I had the same ideas, Kwesi, appreciating and valuing uh, what we already have, uh, what we uh, experience in everyday life because it's small things that matter um, and not something that is far away and it's sometimes also detrimental to the world. Yeah. Zaki. Uh, to me, the biggest thing is just, you know, yes, appreciate the small things, you know, really take this time to like 
reflect on what you really what your goals are in life but also remember that my biggest thing is that i always see I, I think of like all these americans who don't believe in the virus or anything and they're like just like remember that the world is larger than you and that the thing the things the actions that you take right now have effects on other people and so just be mindful it's really just my biggest thing just be mindful that's my biggest advice to anyone listening right now yeah i like that and uh, that's also one of the recommendations i wanted to give to the public is yeah be mindful of your neighbors uh, take care of the people who are around you because even in this time when we cannot really connect you know we we need all the all the support we can get from from our community around us you know And even as the numbers go down in the Netherlands, we should still be careful and wear our masks and, you know, just make sure that we are all doing our best to make this pandemic go away as quickly as possible. Hopefully, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just want to hope that uh, it's uh, over by this time next year. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be too too optimistic, but, you know. Yeah. At this point, I'm just you know I'm not expecting I'm not expecting anything you know I, at this point like, if it if it's over by next year I will be happy. Yeah. Because yeah, well, if I don't if I don't expect anything then I'm never disappointed. Yeah, I think that's a very good uh, philosophy of life. Uh, yeah. So, on that note, um, shall we move on to the cultural agenda? Yeah. yeah, I think so. We only have about. Two, about three minutes left in the show so okay. it's probably a good time so well we one of the things of the cultural agenda that I wanted to mention that is uh, relevant for our show right now is a, a lecture series a course happening right now uh, about uh, global citizenship and social justice and this is a lecture series organized by Maastricht uh, for Climate Uh, two lectures have already gone. Like last week was one, and one was now during this show. So sorry, but next Tuesday there is uh, another lecture, and in two weeks and the week after that. So you can still sign up, and it, I think it's really interesting, especially in the times uh, that we are living in, to analyze, you know, what global citizenship is, and. Uh, what social justice is and how to to go about the issues that we are facing right now in the world since we have all time at home we can plan our comeback for after the pandemic right <laughs> i sure hope so yeah i think yeah. it'll be nice yeah and i wanted to thank alina and crazy for coming on the show today we now uh broke you in next time you're hosting <laughs> thank you for having Thanks. us. Yeah, thank you, Elena. <laughs> thank you, Zaki. <laughs> thank you. I always enjoy doing attack. <laughs> And thank you, RTV Maastricht, for supporting us as usual, keeping us here and keeping the public interested. I hope <laughs> we are going to listen now to our last song, which is a Belgian song, <laughs> but it's called Belgie, and. Uh, Basically, it's talking about the whole world uh, and the guy doesn't know what to visit and he ends up going to Belgium. So, enjoy and see you next week. <laughs> 